0: Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Robots Radio presents... You're listening to the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast, the best way for everyone from experienced dungeon masters to those curious about D&D to learn more about the worlds, creatures, and lore of Dungeons & Dragons.
1: Hello and welcome to the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. My name is Sergio
2: and I am Mary.
1: And this is our world famous our multiverse famous patron chat of the month. We are joined by some of our patrons and we are going to discuss uh we're go- it's it's the uh, for those of you stateside um for international listeners you might not know or even care uh but uh late August early September is the beginning of the NFL football season. And there's a thing called uh, fantasy football. It's in most sports uh, where you like draft players and based on their actual performance, uh, you get points and then uh, then you accumulate the points and then you might win or you might lose. And uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a way to I don't know, to spend time, kill time. I don't know. Is anyone here play fantasy football or any fantasy
2: sports? (laughs) No, no, just just D&D. It's the only fantasy sport I do
0: yes <laughs> uh, fantasy hockey, but
2: oh
1: yeah, so I mean, yeah, you like you know depending on the amount of goals a player makes or uh, assists they make uh you know saves that a goalie makes, you get poison all that but anyway, so all that to say is i yeah I had a great uh i had uh one of our patrons give us the great idea that why don't we fantasy draft your d and d campaign and not only are we taking, I mean, you're more than free to to get characters from the D and D you know multiverse, but what if we expanded it to to everything, to to all you know different intellectual properties, young and old, to to real life people, to to characters in movies or TV shows? And uh, so yeah, that's what, exactly what we're going to do. We're going to fantasy draft a and d party and i uh, do believe mary is going to go first.
2: Oh goodness. I am. I am. Oh, a little
1: first a little caveat. Uh you're limited to 5 members. Yep. And you can have any classes you want. Uh but if you if you say like, "Oh, I want my I want a uh uh Arnold Schwarzenegger from the Terminator to be my wizard." You're going to have to justify that. You're going to have to explain yourself. <laughs> You're going to have to ration, give us the rationale behind that. Uh, But, you know, beyond that, like, yeah, it's, it's open season. So let's, let's hear it. Mary, what you got.
2: Okay. So I had to start with trying to build, I, I don't lean into magical classes very hard. I don't particularly care to play them for the most part. Murder hobo. Well, okay. Sure. I could be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Call it like I see it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. That's actually fair. That is it's actually pretty fair. I have, this I have a, I have a mur- couple murderous characters. Oh, but that being said, um, so I ended up only with the one caster-ish and I chose a druid. Um, I chose Nurse Joy as my druid.
1: Nurse Joy <laughs> from <laughs> Pokemon? Yep. Excellent. Think about it.
2: Strong as a healer, right? Like that's literally what she does. She talks all the, you know, they all seem to understand her and she's real good with them. So it made sense to me.
1: That's that's yeah. it's uh, uh, consensus. I think that's a great pick. Yeah.
2: Let's start with the weakest end of things here, kind of mixed them up. Um, I did choose two more that I felt needed to be together as a team. Cause I felt like splitting them up. I know it's completely fantasy, but I'm an emotional human being. It's like, that would be so mean to split these two up. <laughs> like, I couldn't do it. So I took Fezzik and Anigo Montoya from The Princess Bride as a barbarian and as my rogue. Because I feel like choices. they belong together. Like, I
1: don't know.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I chose Link ocarina of time link let me be real specific there You no, gotta be
1: specific as to what link you're using which
2: link it. i chose adult link from ocarina of time right. as a paladin for my team
1: okay let's let's hear the rationale behind that
2: well he there's a lot of interference with like higher beings um he's got the three goddesses that are supporting him giving him his magic and all of that stuff he's obviously built to do the war thing you know the fighting Various weapons, shields, etc. So I felt like paladin fit best. I did lean a little bit into fighter, but again, goddess magic. So right, okay, that was my justification there. And then to round it off nicely, I All chose. Right, so, so,
1: so so far we've got Nurse Joy <laughs> as <laughs> mm-hmm. your cleric. We've got uh, Fezik
3: mm-hmm, as my barbarian. Your
1: barbarian, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Montoya as mm-hmm. your rogue.
2: My rogue. Mm-hmm. And
1: Link as your paladin. Uh, Ocarina of Time, Link, okay.
2: Yeah, so then to round out my party completely, I had a hard time choosing a bard. There were two that I wanted to choose from. So I ended up choosing Pinkie Pie from My Little Pony as my bard.
1: I, I have no
0: experience. <laughs> so uh, I would imagine uh, from the, the newest generation?
2: Yes, from the newest ideation. Okay. From the cartoon Ideation, not the from the actual My Little Pony, where they're actual horses, not the weird semi-human ones.
0: Oh, I, I have no idea. I just <laughs> knew there was a new one.
2: I have a 16-year-old daughter. I, there was a My Little Pony phase. There, there Ooh. always is. There always is.
1: uh Yeah, there's always some sort of phase. Like, um just recently, like, you know, my wife is like doing like a, you know, Facebook group garage sale type thing, like selling off like stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's like just a ton of um, Five Nights at Freddy stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. and so I was like, oh, so I guess the the little one isn't uh, that she's not into that anymore. It's like, no. I was like, yeah. I was like, well, I mean, it did last a good while. Lasted nice. a few years. So I mean.
2: Yep. mine you know, had, that, but...
1: that was always my thing is like, no, I'm not going to buy you all this stuff if you're just going to like, yeah, I'm not going not gonna to like <laughs> it for, you know, in oh, three yeah. months. But so overall, I'd say uh, I give that an A. I'd, I'd say that's that's a good party <laughs> Darkwing coffee what do y'all think yeah pretty pretty yeah solid. Yeah, with,
0: yeah i can't say anything i'd like to complain about there not being enough magic in the party but i mean my party doesn't have that either so
1: you know uh i i threw some murder hobo shade and i realized i don't have um i have a cleric and a paladin but be and I have a bard, but I don't have like a just pure spellcaster either. So, hmm? uh, just
2: talking smack, and you didn't oh, here, even do hear talking either. all
1: that good noise. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, this, like I said, af- like I said before, this was uh, our patron text 10 star, uh, their idea for the patron chat. Uh, but unfortunately, I, I say, uh, but unfortunately, uh, they are, weren't able to make it because they have a bouncing baby, newborn baby. So congratulations yes. to the new addition to oh, uh, Text 10 Stars family. Uh, yes. It's uh, unfortunately, I say, wouldn't isn't able to make it, but they did send they did send the list, and we're going to go through it right now. Perfect. So uh, they also have a bard, and they went real life with this. They picked Jonathan Davis
2: of Corn. Interesting. Very interesting. My backup was also a musician. Who was your backup? Jack Black. Mm.
1: Okay, little spoiler alert. He may or may not be on my party.
2: <laughs> He's going to be busy. He's going to be real busy.
1: So yeah, so Jonathan Davis of Corn. it's, his, uh, it's you know, his favorite band. It's a great musician, so... And overall, I mean, like, if you've seen that band perform live, like yeah. he goes ham, like he is one thousand miles per minute.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a solid choice. A it's solid, a choice, really right? solid choice. Yeah, uh,
1: for their barbarian, a certain uh, someone named Conan, oh, who who is also known as the barbarian. So <laughs> I was gonna say that's <laughs> I, that the father of me. all barbarians. I mean. That, 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 that,
2: that, that, that yeah. didn't even occur to me. Right? It I didn't did that did not even occur to me. I told but, you I made it harder on myself than I needed to.
1: But yeah, Conan the Barbarian as his Barbarian for obvious reasons. Perfect. Uh, as a sort of rogue slash ranger,
2: uh,
1: Robin Hood. That, Ooh,
2: that was church. one that I considered.
1: Didn't specify which, like, uh, like which iteration of Robin Hood. Maybe I like to think it's the Fox Disney version. I don't know why. Men in Tights. It's
2: Men, the men those, in Tights. <laughs> those were <one>. <laughs> the two that I considered too. I love
1: it. No, <laughs> no love for Kevin Costner. No love for the Prince of Thieves. That's a great movie. Prince of Thieves. Not, not the best one. It's either Men in Tights or the Fox.
2: Yeah, those are the two best Robin Hoods.
1: Now this is uh, he he prefaces this that this is an interesting pick. But for wizard it's actually he's actually going for a twofer for wizard he's picking Penn and teller, the magician hey. oh' mm-hmm. I imagine teller wanting to be a great wizard and without the ability to speak, so you know no verbal semantics uh Penn is required to do that part, so although it's two people, they count it as one
2: mhm- mhm- I say I, I think that
1: okay i I, I it. I'll allow it yeah I was gonna say like, I read that and I'm like uh okay well. Yeah, I, I could see that. I could definitely see that. Coffee, mm-hmm. what do you think? You 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 have some. You seem to be a bit hesitant. No, I mean, I'm just listening to to them all. That's so. all. It's so so. We're it's good with the pen and Teller pick. Yeah, Everyone's I just feel good. like they would.
0: Ha- you'd have to. They'd have to share roles. I mean, th- there would be no rolling twice.
1: They would have to. Oh, right. no, yeah, exactly. It would have yeah. to
2: be a shared turn for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. So like that's the DM discretion. You can have the two you can have the two play, uh, characters but they have to share a turn.
2: Now I just really want art of Pin and Teller as a goblin riding on an orc's shoulders and them being a team.
1: Yeah, um <laughs> sort of like I don't know anyone here is um like old like 90s X-Men fans but there was like a um uh character like uh, that had exactly that it was like I can't remember their names now. It was like an X-Factor I believe and they had like it was like a like a you know sort of i don't know like a smaller creature like riding mm-hmm. like alongside like on the back of another one and they were kind of like a, a team hmm. uh, and then uh to round it off as for the leader of the group and right. uh as a fighter leonardo from teenage mutant ninja turtles solid choice uh, and then obviously it's a it's a turtle race i and it's funny how like you know he mentions leonardo I may or may not have a mutated teenage turtle on my team as well, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. Mary said that her backup bard was Jack Black. Who was? Uh, let's go ahead and just and get in get into my party. <laughs> I'm over here <laughs> let's like see tap who you copied off it. of,
2: Sergio. Because that's kind of rude.
1: See uh, whose homework answers? I copied off of. <laughs> I've been yeah, I've been uh, DMing everyone like, hey, so what what are you thinking for your for your fighter? What are you thinking about this? Um, so. <laughs> Uh, my bard, as I mentioned before, is Jack Black. It was originally Jem from Gem and the Holograms. Mm, which is a
0: solid choice. Solid, I, yes.
1: solid choice. I thought so yes. too, but I leaned super heavy into like 80s cartoons and I wanted to mix it up a little bit. Uh, originally, like <laughs> almost all of my picks were from like, you know, 80s cartoons like Transformers, G.I. Joe, Gem and the Holograms, Teenage Mutant mm-hmm. Ninja nice. Turtles. So I was like, what I can need we to- call out, damn it. Yeah, I mean it's not really a problem, but uh, like I said, I wanted to be a little bit more diverse in my selections. Um, so uh, again, I'm, I've mentioned having a Ninja Turtle for my monk. I chose Donatello.
2: Solid choice. Yes. So nice. just
1: you know the quarter staff, the, you know the uh, the bow staff, and and mm-hmm. sort of like the the wisdom that goes with the with the monk. Mm-hmm. Um, for my cleric. I have, and then I assume, I assume Jack Black is, is sort of like the comedic leader of the group as well. Yeah. Uh, For my cleric. And I'm not actually a huge fan of this show. Like I've maybe seen like an episode or two in passing, but everything that I've seen from this character, I really enjoy like the personality of him. Uh, Dr. Gregory House from the show House as played
2: by Hugh Laurie. That is very interesting. Yeah, explain.
1: Well, I like, I mean, obviously they're a healer. So it goes in with the cleric, but I like, you know, the fact that they always think that they're smarter than everyone. <laughs> and I think it, it, it produces an interesting dynamic when, mm. you know, clerics usually are like, I want to do, I'm here to help and I'm here to be of service and to heal everyone. And, you know, house would be like, ah, damn it. Like, why'd you go and do that stupid stuff? Like, here, come here, let me patch you up. And you know, always just seems like he's gonna be like, like, a kind of like smart ass know it all.
2: He's kind of consistently over everyone's bullshit too. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I like it. I like it.
1: Um, I chose it's sort of a um, like a homebrew class. I mean, it's not like I mean it, it has it definitely has history in D and D. I mm-hmm. don't think if there's an official class for it in fifth edition yet, but the ninja class. Which is sort of a combination fighter monk sort of class. Mm-hmm. I chose originally it was Snake Eyes from GI Joe, which I was yeah. very happy with. Like I said, I was trying to be more diverse with, uh, <laughs> with my picks, and so instead I went with Beatrix Kiddo, aka the Bride from Kill Bill. Okay, I mean, as far as you know, being able to wield a sword can can do much worse than that true no that's a good fighter it's a very it's solid. a very good fighter i it's feel solid I feel. team i still have one more and this one was one that uh i talked to with uh with darkwing actually uh my paladin is an iron golem robocop <laughs> i mean <laughs> think about it yeah paladins are all oh. about you know law and justice
2: mm-hmm
1: uh, you know, which is exactly what Robocop is about. You know, and they're they almost uh you know, almost too, uh, too, uh, too, uh, like, to uh to uh to like to default to like, you know, to um to their hindrance. You know, they're they sort of like, you know, that's kind of the idea, like the joke with paladins is they're kind of like, you know, blowhards, like, you know, they're always like, oh geez, like you know, the world isn't black and white. Um, and so you know, RoboCop up until before before like he started remembering his past, but yeah, that goes into the whole like that's you know that's it. that's for the RoboCop lore cast. Uh, but that you know will be coming out soon. I was gonna uh, say, is there is there that is there that <laughs> I would listen to that too? Uh, oh yeah, RoboCop's great, but says which is why I picked him as as my paladin. You know, uh, and the race would be an Iron uh, Golem, not exactly as you know, it, they're definitely um, a homebrewed version because Iron Golems, I believe, are large creatures. And, mm-hmm. and Robocop, you know, would be as a regular size.
2: Man. Unless he's
1: warforged. Unless he's warforged. That's also true. Well, or, um, <laughs> but yeah, there'd definitely be some sort of like homebrew class. And in, mm-hmm. in Darkwing mentioned, you know, some sort of necromancy going on. Absolutely.
0: I mean, he's, he's, he's partially, he was, he was human before and then turned into the construct. There's a, there's a whole Dynamic that could be brought into that because that gods is- could just be involved with this along with the necromancy. It just leads to an interesting
2: storyline. Literally, one of the biggest plot lines in one of the campaigns I'm running. Very similar, very very similar. To so like Robocop? It. I mean, well, I'd mean, kind of. I'm not going to tell my bard that.
1: Well, I mean, like <laughs> I mean, he's, he's like- a
2: war forged bard. No, we're not. We're not shifting. Stay put. <laughs> no, <laughs> Stay sir.
1: Stay, Stay on in task. your lane.
2: Yeah. Um, I can wait,
0: no. You have a Robocop.
1: I, I yeah, you care. have a Robocop in your campaign.
2: <laughs> I'm going to let him
1: know. Although it's a bard for some reason. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's, he says he's never done violence, and I don't believe him. But
1: uh. Oh, yeah. I mean, it might be one of those things like. um, you No. Know, like I'm they... a musician, and I have done violence. I promise <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I'd say most musicians have it at some point in their lives. True. Uh, well, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break to head toward the middle of the show and do all the things that uh, are midly in the middle of the show, and we'll be right <laughs> and we'll be back after that with uh, everyone else's party. Welcome to the middle of the show. The middle of the show is where we. Thank our patrons, where we discuss uh, new D and D news, and uh, obviously, and go to the DM's go uh, the DM's Guild, not the DM's Gold. Get gold, get you know metaphorical gold from the DM's Guild,
2: or take fo- your gold over to the DM's Guild and get you some stuff because it's awesome. It's
1: it's metaphorical. You take your actual gold, I guess, like <laughs> also metaphorical gold. Your your um credit gold or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bitcoin gold i don't know this Digital analogy gold? is going off the rails it is we we <laughs> we talk about something from the dms guild that we like because it's yes. awesome uh first and foremost let's thank
2: our patrons uh absolutely gonna thank our patrons um i guess man let's just you know text Ten star and dark wing um bjorn thank you uh coffee bean the husky thank you also great name love it i'm here for it I'd like to thank Mike and Jack and Peter Mueller. Uh the dog Indy, Shaco Harless, Daniel, oh, Daniel. Um I always yeah, I always
1: uh, had difficulty on this. I just started calling him Daniel P. Daniel uh, P. I love Daniel Paliello,
2: our uh, actually our 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 raffle winner. From a oh congrats. Uh, also gonna thank Wolf the Sheepdog and Remington Clotier. Thank you
1: all so much, especially a yes. uh, shout out to Tex and, and Darkwing and, and Bjorn and Coffee. They yes. are our wizard patrons mm-hmm. who have a standing invitation to join our multiverse famous patron chat of the uh, of the month uh, every single month. Um, yeah, if you are interested in helping the show in a financial way, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Lorecast. We've got several tiers uh, mm-hmm. ranging from five bucks to 75, with all sorts of cool swag um cool content uh bonus content like patreon plus installments um actually like full blown bonus episodes yep um we definitely built it to to make it worth your while to support the show and um, of course i mean like if you want to support the show in other ways you are more than welcome to we are definitely not going to be choosy as to how you uh show your love for us
2: that's right we love love all of it we love love so yeah
1: um tell a friend Leave a review on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. and uh, interact with us on social media. Or you can find us on Twitter at DDLorecast, or you can hop on over to the Robots Radio Discord and uh, we've got a text channel there. And uh, what we're always, um, I'm constantly uh, searching, looking at the Discord, wanting to talk DD. In fact, uh, one time uh, Darkwing actually asked me if I ever slept. Because I've always I'm always uh I'm always w- willing and ready to talk about D and D. And I told him that I know I I don't sleep because sleeping, as a poet from uh New York City once said, uh sleeping is the cousin of death.
2: Oh. I just use it a, as a free
1: trial. A a bard a bard from New York. New York Bard. Do you know what that's from? I do not. He's uh it's Nas. No, the rapper Nas, yeah. From, see, no, nope.
2: once again, I don't get your references, sir.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, uh, yeah, the, <laughs> for the past couple of weeks, we have been it's been like a deluge of information. It was like so new stuff that's been announced, stuff. and uh, we I would say every week, like, oh, next week will be light because they surely can't announce more stuff, mm-hmm, uh, and mm-hmm. then and then they announce more stuff. And then I would say it again, and then they would announce more stuff. And then last week, I was like, surely, I mean, they've literally announced pretty much a new edition of d plus a virtual tabletop, you know, plus uh, physical slash digital bundles.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Like they can't have more up their sleeve. And finally, I guess it would have been like third time's a charm. I was right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they gave us a little break this week
1: a little break so not much <laughs> in the one. way of uh of news a whole bunch of um feathers ruffled and scuttle but mm-hmm. in terms of the unearthed arcana what it means for the future of d d um you know
2: what it might mean for exactly, the future of it, D&D it might it be, not like, concrete <laughs> like
1: none of this is set in stone and that's no? i you know i tweeted out or the D&D lorecast account tweeted out like hey if for all of you like nitpicking and 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 criticizing and you know you know figuring out what's wrong with the unearthed arcana good that's great because the more you do that the better the game will be when it's actually official it's true so your
2: opinions do matter i think it's the beginning of september i think is when feedback starts if i'm not mistaken
1: so i actually uh implemented one of the rules in a um, an adventure that I was DMing this past week. Uh, and? The, the rule that uh, NPCs, that, that monsters cannot crit. Interesting. How definitely. did it go? Uh, definitely, uh, the players definitely appreciated it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and, and like I watched the, there's like an hour long interview with Jeremy Crawford on YouTube that we'll link Ooh. to in the show notes where they go through the entire uh unearth arcana and mm-hmm. sort of this and sort of rational, like sort of uh not rationalize but sort of explain why um they uh, put this forward and you know you know why they think it's going um you know what you know the reason as to why it's it's in there and why they right you know to them why it would make sense. And so um and their rationale for that is that um you know monsters at at a high level um it's you know if a, if a monster crits it's you know the the p c s are probably powerful enough to to withstand it mm-hmm. um, but also monsters at that level usually have some like a whole bunch of other tricks up their sleeve right, whereas you're starting off a campaign, you're level one level two, you're basically a jellyfish and mm-hmm. a stray crit from a monster might absolutely might do you in that might be it's it's true i've almost killed
2: players this way
1: and so uh at at best you know you you keep low level characters from just just dying you know (laughs) um and you know which and again if you want to continue running a game where monsters can crit continue running a game where monsters can crit nothing's going to stop you from doing that right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you know, and I can understand in some uh, some adventures or some campaigns where you want to kind of instill uh, a sense of realism, yeah. Or like, hey, like anything could happen. Like it's like Game of Thrones out here. Anyone could die. And so by all means, go ahead. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, but yeah, I, I I think they appreciated it. And again, like you know, the monsters. It's a 17th level campaign or adventure, and the monsters Ooh. that I was playing like definitely had um had more tricks up their sleeve for sure.
2: I like it. But, I
1: like it. Yeah, so uh yeah, not like I said, not much news to talk about, but um we do always have something to talk about when it comes to the DMs Guild. Mm-hmm. The DMs Guild corner of the week pick. Uh we're still uh still a little uh obsessed with Spelljammer, still Definitely. trying to figure out uh what uh, or trying to um you know munch on that a little bit more. Uh one criticism of the official campaign was that combat wasn't really fleshed out mm-hmm. and which is fine you know will we, well, i mean depends on your perspective but uh our pick of the week is from Atris or atris I'm unsure how to pronounce that but it's spell jammer combat expanded its suggested price is only a dollar but it's pay what you want uh but if you can't throw throw a dollar their way Uh, Looking for alternative Spelljammer combat rules that add additional depth, add more engaging ship-to-ship tactical combat, while maintaining the focus on the player characters themselves and providing everyone with meaningful actions during each turn. This supplement includes officer roles with special actions during Spelljammer combats, alternative rules and tips to make Spelljammer combat more engaging and dynamic, Spelljamming hazards that are run as group checks, And summaries Mm. of stat blocks for spelljammer ships and their artillery weapons. So yeah, it's just it's it's about twelve pages or so. Something that um, that they took a lot of inspiration from Ghosts of the Salt Marsh from and their naval Mm. combat mechanics. Okay. Okay. And so yeah, it's something that you know when there's something either missing or not, uh, you know maybe not as uh, fleshed out as Mm -hmm. we would hope the homebrew community is there to step in you know which isn't to say that that should always be the case that wizards of the coast should put out like you know subpar material because we're just gonna end up fixing it but you know like it homebrew does one of two things it it fills in the gaps or uh it improves upon something and this is the case of you know of the former and uh yeah that's our that's our dm's guild Pick of the week, Spelljammer Combat suspended. Oh, it's solid. Super solid. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. that being said, let's go ahead and uh, get back to our fantasy draft. What do you say?
2: Absolutely. I am excited to see what everybody else has for us.
1: Let's go. Welcome back from the middle of the show. We've got a couple more uh, fantasy draft D and D parties to get through. Darkwing, what do you got for us?
0: All right, so I, you know, I didn't go super diverse. What I actually did is like, I took an entire team to kind of fit with the, the release of the spelljammer. I just kind of chuckled because there's a pilot involved in this. Um, so I took the Thundercats.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. So, you, gotta, you start with Lino, which will be your leader. He's a fighter, but he really should be a paladin. Comes with the Sword of Omens, Claw Shield, uh, mm-hmm. both magical holy weapons from mm-hmm. um, a planet that's now destroyed, and they all got on a ship, bringing it into Spelljammer. Chaga is his spiritual guide for Lino, who unfortunately died in the trip to the new, uh, well, Third Earth. Uh, so that's where you get your spiritual leader and Panther was the other pilot who's now a monk in a D&D class. Uh, Kung Fu uses nunchucks uh, is the guy who puts together everything for Tigra, the artificer a uh, very low class psionicists, which I, I, as I mentioned, I did not know that before I really looked into these characters. I, I remember them from my childhood, which is why I picked them.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And
0: uh, <laughs> the things that you know the comics have come up with for these guys is just uh incredible, but uh,
1: like stuff that the cartoon never touched on, never touched
0: yeah. on. Hell, I didn't even know there was a brand new uh. There was a new Thundercat show in 2020.
1: Oh, yeah, and, it was. Remember yeah, that? I didn't even
0: know about it until I was looking into it this last week. And I was like, oh, and I, you can't get it. It's almost, a, it's a pain to get. It's one of those HBO Max things they just canceled. Uh-huh. But uh, now, so I, I was totally into a two-person character because uh, my last... Uh, not my last, but uh, my uh, rogue slash bard team is Wiley Kit and Wiley Cat. It's a brother sister duo. Hmm. Uh, one works with uh, the musical side of stealing your stuff, while the other one actually steals
1: your stuff. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Little two person operation.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, to use the things that came out of uh, out the comics and. Uh, the different cartoon variations, they basically have a flying carpet. I mean, it's more of a silver surfer surfboard, but to put it into d and terms, it would be a flying carpet.
2: Right, okay. Right.
0: And my last character that I would use is Chitara. Uh, and I, it took me a while to figure out what she would be. It, it was, uh, you know, I, I went back and forth with different, you know, Druid, Ranger, some cross class, something. I ended up going with Ranger because the super speed she exhibits comes from that of a cheetah. So mm. ends up with the only animal companion, which is snarf.
1: <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I was gonna say, well, I mean I like I would lean more toward druid in that case, but yeah, you know, the animal companion you know you'd have to have it was
0: tough it was a tough it has been a tough decision this week
1: oh I, it has vexed me and yes. i honestly
0: just this morning was like that's it he's a ranger that's it we're going ranger kind of decision yeah you gotta it's make a decision last, like, and also well. she has like a sixth sense as they were trying to explain it. i really just think it's women's intuition because It's mostly just um, can look into the past or the future and tell you how you're being stupid. Um,
2: That -hmm. is exactly what women's intuition is, can confirm. I'm not supposed (laughs) to spill our secrets, but it's true.
1: Uh, I knew it. I knew it. It's like, look, I've seen this sort of thing before, and I know how it's going to end up. Uh, You're being an idiot. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Makes makes a lot of
0: sense. (laughs) They come with a ship, making it perfect for a spell jammer, and... They have one of the coolest call signs of all time. Thundercats home I mean you can you can scream that at a table while playing and it would be totally in character.
1: That would be yeah, I mean it would probably That's be true. pretty pretty awesome. So yeah, so a Thundercats based spell jammer party.
2: Yeah. To back season space.
1: <laughs> to back season space. There you go. <laughs> That, that's that's what it is that's all you got to do um i don't see how this doesn't get played by somebody i'll see how that it does um, no yeah i'm saying it has to at this point
0: <laughs> there, there actually is a uh someone has put out uh fifth edition rules for the thundercat race you can't find it online that's uh, awesome. which blew me away when i found it this week i was like are you kidding they've already done this all right well i'm running with it anyway
1: oh yeah Well, I mean at this point I think because um you know D&D is so popular now that I mean you might have seen something like that I mean let's go ahead and and call it what it is the the D and like the the you know the the D&D playing community by large are full of nerds and dorks and and the the exact kind of people that would like you know convert sampling Mm mm-hmm that would convert uh like an old like 80s beloved cartoon into a d party. Yep. I mean who like uh I mean I definitely want to somehow create a RoboCop. I mean it's, yeah, I mean some doable. doable. It's doable, right? So yeah. It's absolutely doable. Completely.
2: You could uh rock the gunslinger feet too. Oh,
1: right? Yeah. From so slider coffee what do you got for us when i mentioned this to coffee his and i'm saying his instant reaction immediate reaction like couldn't type it fast enough it seemed like was all artificers all from westerns so is that what is that what is did you stay true to that yes i did excellent yes. you're like that's what my heart wants that's what my heart is gonna get so let's hear it what you what do you got for us so I
3: have the Lone Ranger, the man with no name, Duck okay, Holiday.
1: So, so the man with no name, that's uh, the Clint Eastwood character from mm-hmm. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly and all that. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Then I have Duck Holiday.
1: Nice, nice. Mm-hmm.
3: Then my last two are from video games. Arthur from the Red Dead Redemption series and McCree. Mm-hmm. And what was the last from one? McCree from Overwatch.
1: Oh, okay. So I don't know anything about Overwatch. Uh, Explain that character a little bit.
3: Um, so the way he looks, he has kind of like a um, ro- 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 a robot arm essentially. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, kind of, I guess it's the theme of Artificer.
1: Okay. So. And what was the next, to the last one?
3: Um, Arthur. Yeah, Arthur. Arthur from Bro- the Redemption series.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. Is that from uh, that's from, Rockstar okay. Games, the same folks that make. Grand Theft Auto. Some yeah. people say those games, that the Red Dead games are better than GTA, like because um, I mean Whoa. it's essentially the same sort of you know game mechanics, but the story mm-hmm. itself is a lot better.
2: It is some pretty good stuff. I've watched entire, like I watched somebody stream the entire thing, like from start to finish. I've watched it.
0: Yeah, you know, I I watched a roommate of mine a couple of years back just. Get it opening day and just run with number two, and I watched him do the whole thing. It looks fantastic.
2: It's it yeah, just... that's 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 a solid. I do wonder though. I have to question why I'm, artificer. I'm, I'm thinking for Arthur, the same thing. Like as opposed to again, like the gunslinger fighter type, because that's what that would lean into for me personally. But I'm curious as to why.
3: Artificer is kind of my my favorite class, I guess. So that's kind of why.
1: Huh? so what's yeah. the what's the thinking behind all artificers and all from westerns
3: i feel like that's feel like that's just the reason that i had when, when i saw the <laughs> prompt, so
1: <laughs> yeah well i i've always been a proponent of parties that are mostly the same class not like i mean as far as like I'd say like, that's how it should be. But I'm saying like, if you want to do that, that's totally cool because Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that to me makes more logical sense and like, oh, hey, you've got this wizard and you've got this barbarian and you've got this rogue and they're all, you've got this like, you know, cleric Mm -hmm. and they're all buddies and they're all going on an adventure together. It would make more sense for like four wizards and maybe a fighter to like go out and do something together. Like, you know, four wizard homeboys or homegirls, you know, to, to do something. Together, then it would be to have like it's this, true. and so you know, when you said all artificers, I was like, okay, like I, I have no, like real pushback from me, but I, I, I was curious as to the rationale behind it. So, artificers are favorite class,
3: yeah, pretty much.
1: It is a it is a fun class. It's a lot it of is. fun. Darkwing, how do you feel about this all Western artificer artificer party?
0: Oh, I I would uh, argue you know some of those not being artificers but i you know it's not my team uh mm-hmm. but i can see just other classes maybe fitting the man with no name better uh definitely gunslinger came to mind uh I'm trying to remember it's out of like it's out of 3.5 and it would have been like a mongoose book about a sniper mm-hmm. and I mean the man with no name is uh, just an expert at all things weaponry uh-huh. the Oops. artificer I would have taken out of the good, the bad, and the ugly would have been the ugly. I can't remember what his character's name is, <laughs> but the ugly one it, the, like the ugly. It is, it's the ugly one and i I just remember the scene in that movie where he's dis dismantling different six shooters and then putting them back together,
1: sure. But being an expert in all weaponry, that's I would say that's a pretty good. Also fair, you know. Uh, oh, so the uh, skill set of mm-hmm. of an artificer, mm-hmm. like being is able to war? get something like fig- and figure out how to use it to, you know, to the yeah. best of its ability.
2: Is it a warsmith? Is that what that is? I,
1: don't know.
2: I can't remember that. I'm struggling real hard with the subclass here.
1: And then. Uh, and then of course like uh, Lone Ranger, again like classic mm. Western archetype. Oh yeah. Uh, you could even get away with uh, having a Tonto character join in for uh, like whenever you're uh, a friend stops by and like, hey, I can only play for you know one session. Like roll me up a character. It's like all right, you can be Tonto. <laughs> <laughs> And then, of oh. course, Doc Holiday, who is real, right? I, I, I don't oh, know. Yeah, my on. I was going to say he's a real person, right? Yeah, that's a real person.
2: I believe so. Yeah.
1: Not just, I mean, obviously, like, you know, he's uh, the Hollywood version of him is probably a bit, like, you know, juiced up.
2: Oh, always.
1: But it always
2: yeah. is. Yeah. Makes for
1: a better story. Of course. Of course. And the reason, like, you know, the five, you know, gunslingers are artificers because it makes for a better party makes more for a more fun party
2: i like it it's a solid choice
1: well any other ideas or or questions should we make one up on the fly right now the four i of wondering us?
2: who you guys backups were like who those ones that you had a hard time putting down like i, I am curious about that because there was there was a couple few for me so that's why i was
1: well like i mentioned my backup bard or my first draft bard was Jem from Gem and the Holograms, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, my original ninja was Snake Eyes. And um, for cleric, I, I mean, it was. I wanted to. I was thinking sort of like TV doctors. So like, it was, I considered like Doogie Howser, or nice. uh, or George Clooney from ER. Oh, but like mm-hmm. I said, I, I like the sort of abrasiveness of House.
2: <laughs> I love him. Who are some of your backups? Um, I actually had a backup that was a sorcerer. That would, be, would have okay. been um Howl from Howl's Moving Castle. Nice. Sorcerer or warlock. I wasn't quite sure because I don't know whether Calcifer, whether he would fall under a patron or an elemental. Like being able to summon a demon because he does, you know, has his heart and all of that stuff. So that's why I leaned in warlock on that one.
1: Yeah, warlock for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. And I also... There was a couple of the, I considered Michelangelo. He's my favorite turtle.
1: So you also, so three of us mm-hmm. considered or have Ninja Turtles on the team. So uh, no Raphael though. No love for mm-hmm. Raphael.
2: No love for Raf. Poor Raph. Uh, and also considered River from Firefly and Serenity.
1: I also considered River uh, instead of The Bride.
2: Mm. hmm hmm I consider her instead of uh knocking out Fezik and a and putting her and somebody else and her and Howl in there instead.
1: I I thought of going like Min-Max and doing Ooh. like Gandalf from like Lord of the Rings, obviously. Uh and I mean like yeah, like something like Gandalf. So that's min-max a quick party right now. So Gandalf, obviously, mm. as your wizard. Yeah. Aw, Conan the barbarian. Sure. As your barbarian, I mean, it's the barbarian. In, in his uh, name. He-Man could be a
0: very close second to Conan.
1: This is true. That's also true. I'm yeah. Just throwing it out there. I mean he's a he I mean like he literally like when people like say like you know use it's it's become like a synonym for like for tough guy for for mm-hmm. strong for strong guy Absolute. like oh he's a he-man nice. <laughs> or did
2: yes. that before is
1: The the He-Man thing exists before that, and then they just That's why they
2: created him that? I don't know whether the word of the man came first. Really
1: good question. I know (laughs) that (laughs) I know that they created this cartoon just to sell the toys. Oh, yeah. But I I wonder if they created the term He-Man or if they're like, oh, hey, something that that we can use. Um, How about for a monk? Were men... uh, For Min Maxi, and how about for a monk, Rocky Balboa?
2: Interesting. That is an interesting
1: choice.
2: I thought you You were going to lean into the
1: the first one, right? What's that? You know, he loses in the first one, right? He goes a distance. It's it's part of the story. It's he has to lose to learn how to win.
0: Sure. Uh, (laughs) I would maybe go. I mean, he also uh, loses
1: in the third one too. So.
2: I would have led yeah. with Splinter for a monk for min maxing.
0: Oh, that's a good choice. I Very was thinking uh, the main character from the TV show Kung Fu.
1: Yep. Kung Fu. Uh, David Carradine, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or but Bruce like Lee. More.
2: Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan. Yeah. So That was one of the ones my kids suggested. They're like, Jackie Chan in literally anything. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Any of them. Just pick one.
1: All right. So, how about. um. So, how about a fighter? Hmm. Oof. Uh, Raphael. Raphael. How about yeah. Jason Bourne?
0: Oh, that's a good choice.
2: I've Jason noticed Bourne a distinct. Down. There's a lack of villains being chosen. That's true. Nobody that's true. has all chosen of, villains. We're all I, picking I could,
0: heroes. When I couldn't do it, villains are villains. I, it's not a hero team if I put a bunch of villains on.
2: I considered Ganondorf. Oh, as? As that was why I had a hard time putting him in there because I would think he'd have to multi-class. He'd have to. For sure. Because he'd be a caster but he's also got the strength, the bulk aspect of either a fighter or a barbarian to go with it. So you'd have to find an interesting way to multi-class him but he's entirely too powerful.
1: For sure. For, what about Cleric? What's a what's a good min-max for a Cleric? Mm-hmm. Obviously someone who heals. Someone who... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A doctor of some type. A medic of some type.
2: I'm really not sure.
1: Oh, well, for Fighter. How about Wolverine? Ooh,
2: yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. Solid choice. That, solid choice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like that choice. I'm just I got berserker in my head, but we already have a barbarian.
1: That's true. Which Well, they he could have, he could, you know, have a a, a level or two in barbarian for sure mm-hmm. to get Don't the feet for it. it. Yeah. Uh, true. and for bard? This is tough cuz I mean
2: There's so many good bards. So many good bards.
0: Yeah. Uh the list goes on and on but you know elvis
1: elvis prince oh the king
2: the i mean there's
1: i mean you could have uh in fact i um i've been i haven't worked on it in a while but i've been working on an uh an all bard uh uh one shot like series of one shots uh that would be called so the Bartles. Fun and they're all like based on like the love Beatles it hate
2: it. I love it and I hate it and so
1: it's like a it's like a combination of like you know it's like a mix between like oh like they're like the the Beatles and you know D&D uh like with like some Scooby-Doo sort of like you know they gotta they're they're playing a gig and you know some something happens and they've got to solve the mystery sort of thing
2: I love that so much it's awful how dare you <laughs>
1: And uh, what other, um, so obviously like wizard, sorcerers, you know, uh, uh, druids. What a druid, what would be a good druid, a good min-max Swamp druid. Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. That's hands down. Like
2: That was so fast. Holy crap. I was still processing the question. <laughs> I would say Poison <laughs> Ivy.
1: Poison that, Ivy would be a good
2: one. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: that's a really good one too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, um, who wins that fight? Poison Ivy or
1: Swamp Thing? That's a good one. That's a good one. Or um, this might be uh, you know, for if you you gotta be a true 80s baby to understand this one, Beastmaster. Oh, dude.
2: It's literally in his name. It's
1: literally in it's his right name. Right there. <laughs> that movie is the best. Uh and then Bobby Wizard Gandalf, uh yeah. sorcerer.
2: Yeah. Mm.
1: Do we have a good min max for sorcerer?
0: Um, jeez, Evil Wen from He Man. Uh, there's
2: Maleficent.
0: You know, oh, that's way one. better. I like Maleficent
2: way
1: Maleficent's more. That's a good one. That's a good one, especially uh, in House the, of uh, Mouse. The um, oh yeah, like the movies that where they sort of portray her with uh, not as evil. As, yeah, like there's she a was,
2: justified evil. Right. Like she has of, reasons for being. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh so how about a how about a rogue?
2: So many rogues. There are just so many rogues.
1: Uh I'll go um and say maybe some of the the character from Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Oof.
0: Yeah. Which one?
1: I that I don't know because you have, know, I have minimal experience with that series.
0: I, I, me too, unless it's Black Flag and then I'm obsessed.
2: My youngest is obsessed with most of them and has played most of them all the way through. Um,
0: man, Rogue is a tough one,
2: it really is.
1: Uh, war or not warlock, but a uh, ranger. I mean, I instantly think of like Legolas from Lord of the Rings as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He really,
0: him, Aragorn. Uh,
1: who else is a really good? Katniss team? Everdeen, in The Hunger Katniss. Games.
2: I would go with Robin Hood would be a solid choice for me. I still oh, yeah. default to Robin Hood for a ranger. I think for me, that's where I would, I would fall on that one. I think
1: absolutely uh and then ragnar lothbrook ragnar lothbrook
0: the viking explain the yourself Ranger.
2: explain yourself sir
0: okay so <laughs> you use you use him i mean you, your first thought would he be a fighter but right the thing is is he was such a man of the wilderness he would just leave he would march he would just he supposedly killed polar bears he ran with wolves he was a man of the sea he fought sea serpents the uh he would know just how to track anything anytime uh use the, the nature around him to direct him in the direction he's going i think i can make a pretty strong case here for a viking being Or the the most famous Viking being a ranger.
1: I'd say so. I mean, like, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, I asked you to explain yourself and you did so very well. So I like it. That's always that's. Thank you. You know, whenever. Yeah. Whenever uh, as a DM, when someone, a player's like, I want to do this. Like, all right, well, it's a justification. If they can pull it off, like Mm -hmm. uh, I'll allow it.
2: I would like to offer Captain Jack Sparrow as a rogue.
1: Ooh, that's a great one. That's a great choice. I'd like
2: to just. Throw that in there. That Throw is that a great choice.
1: Do we note it? And how about a warlock to finish it off? Mm. A wielder of magic that uh, whose power comes from some sort of like bargain, you know, with uh, with some kind of entity. It doesn't necessarily have to be a devil or a demon, but some kind of like right. otherworldly entity. Uh, mm. Grim.
0: Grim from from Mandy and Grim <laughs> Mandy and Billy what was the name of
2: that cartoon? <laughs> I can't remember but I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yep.
0: The Grim Adventures.
2: Uh, yep. Adventures of Billy and Mandy.
0: Yep. The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Grim. Yeah. That
2: one.
1: <laughs> that guy. Okay. All right. Um I That's could solid. also su- suggest can, uh, Spawn that. from the comic books. Mm-hmm. Spawn, who makes a a deal with with the devil to to come back um yeah I'm trying to think I can't really think uh, I like grim though I like the idea yeah, of like a of a goofy skeleton in the party
3: <laughs>
2: same
1: <laughs> Well, thank you so much uh for joining us coffee darkwing and um via uh, uh via the internet via DMs bringing their list text and thank you to text to for suggesting the uh the oh, idea
2: yeah this is a lot of fun
1: and uh, yeah if you are uh, if you want to sp- uh, share your d and d fantasy <coughs> party uh, fantasy draft party uh send us a tweet at uh at d and d on twitter or you can email us d and d at gmail.com. we'd yep. love to hear them uh and then uh hear whether or not you agree with our choices. You want to push back on our choices. Like Mm. RoboCop's not a paladin. And what's wrong with you? Uh, I will die on that hill, however. So (laughs) not going to get anywhere with me on that one. But uh, yeah, thank you again uh, for joining us. We'll be back next week. And uh, until then, my name is Sergio. And I'm Mary. Fare thee well, dear listener. And until we meet again, may all your 20s be natural.
0: Thanks for listening to the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast.
1: If you've enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with a friend, following us on
0: Twitter at DNDLorecast, or jumping on the Robots Radio Discord to chat more with us about Dungeons & Dragons. We'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people.